when some folks say 50 years, that's not the only one, but I mean, married to one woman 50 years. Now look, we have not suffered a divorce. So what all we accumulated together through the years, we haven't suffered that loss. I don't know what it's like to go through a divorce. But from what I've heard from people who've gone through it, they say it's worse than dying. Worse than dying. Some preachers have gone through divorce. And they understand people who go through divorce. I remember a church in this city that if you were the divorcees, they wouldn't allow you to hold a position in the church. But then the pastor ended up getting a divorce. Wow. He didn't leave his wife, she left him. And they asked, well, was anything wrong with it? She said, no, there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't want to be married to it. Then he was breaking down crying. I felt so sorry for him. I think sometimes God allows us to go through things to understand people. See, we're so critical and we make it hard on people because we have not gone where they've been. And God allowed us. God allowed preachers to fall to show you we're not gods. Because people will make it. You know, I believe God took Moses and hid him so that the Israelites wouldn't worship his grave. We don't know where Moses buried. Because, you know, they were worshiping, hear me now, the brass serpent that Moses used in the wilderness. Did you know they were worshiping that? Going praying to it? And Hezekiah came and tore it down. We don't, don't worship these idols. People are... I, I, I started on this last time. I think sometimes the reason why God won't let us see some of the holy sites as they were originally, so we don't make gods out of them. Be nice to know exactly the tomb Jesus was born uh, uh, was buried in. We pick a place, but we don't know. I've been in the Holy Land five times. I've been in the upper room, but we already know that's not the original upper room. That upper room is up under the ground. The old city of Jerusalem was called Tales in those days. They didn't ever move. They would, if an earthquake came, they, they tore down, they built on the same spot. So there are cities, the original city, then there's a city, and the city we see now. So the city of when Jesus was on, in Jerusalem, that's under the ground. Not the city on top now. The only thing we see over there now is the well and wall. And they call them tails. They would never move. They would just build on top of where they were. Maybe God's not. Uh, when I went to see Mount Calvary, our first time I went to the Holy Land, I thought I was going to see a mountain. I saw a church. And we had to go up and see a rock. I'm looking and where's Mount Calvary? They said, that's it right there. All gated. Nothing but a rock. I said, is that the Mount Calvary? That's, that's, that's a part of the rock. 
I was looking for a mountain. And they had to put a rail around it to keep folk from chopping off the rock. People wanted to go and get a rock and break a piece and take it home. I remember when I was in Israel baptizing, somebody got some water out of the river and put it in a jar. I said, where are you going with that? Well, I'm just going to take it home. I said, don't drink that water. You'll be dead. I'm going to drink some of this water and get healed. I said, no, you're going to drink some of that water and die. It's contaminated. It's a river. It's a water. You don't worship these things. You worship God. Oh, are you listening? We quickly make idols out of preachers, idols out of deacons, idols out of singers. And you don't know what those people have to go through to get where they are. So God permit us to go through things to know what it's like. Pastors, I know what preachers go through pastoring. And I've been through storm, been through all kind of stuff in churches. And churches will turn on you, preachers. I don't care how much they love you, they'll do to you what they did to Jesus. Praise him one day and crucify him the next. And don't you ever get so, look, there's no need of you thinking you so free. All preachers got some enemies. You know why God allows you to have enemies, Pastor? To keep you humble. What if every member in the church loved you? One time I passed the church, passed the lady, shake her hand, she turned her head. I said, Lord, I want to turn mine too. I just said, God bless you. <laughs> now in my flesh, I want to say, go on somewhere. <laughs> but <laughs> you got to hug them. You got to love them. You got to speak to them. You got to be the leader of all of them. The one liking one. Who told you all the members supposed to love you? And get your old head swelling up. Let me tell you something, preachers. And let me tell you something, deacons. Let me tell you something, leaders. Sometimes the devil will bless you. Oh, God, I know, I know, I stirred it up. You don't believe the devil bless some people. You know, most folk who have money are not Christians, they're in the racketeer business. They, they don't want to have all the money. Yes, Crooks. Yes, you poor little old church folk don't have nothing. Huh. Most of these preachers don't have nothing. If you think a lot of them have something, watch them when they die. Their poor wives don't have nowhere to go. They may look all that, but I've seen how many old famous preachers die and their wives have to go live with the children. It's just, a, a, it's just an image. They're not that rich, just making a living. Don't you get so caught up in thinking that every blessing is from God. Sometimes the devil will bless you to mess you up. Don't, don't get all caught up in a job. It could be a devil job. The devil will give you a job to pull you from church. You have to pray over that job. The Lord, is this you guiding me? And he'll show you. 
But don't, don't get caught up in, in your little degrees. You get caught up in so many degrees until your degrees, but you don't know how to control the thermostat. <laughs> and they'll burn you up. <laughs> you know, let me tell you how the devil works. The devil's like Thanksgiving coming around. He'll take you and, and, and what a farmer would do, young deacon, the turkey he's going to use for dinner, he pulls him out among all the turkeys and put him in a cage by himself and feed him and fatten him. And that turkey might think, hey, I'm better than the rest of you all. My God, he's been feeding me all day when he only feed you all once a day. Look how fat I've got. But he doesn't know that that, that farmer is feeding him until turkey t uh, Thanksgiving and he's coming with an axe. And you're going to be on the table. <laughs> the devil will fatten you and feed you so he can cut your head later. And feed the rest of you to the demons. <laughs> Don't get so caught up. God will take you through things to humble you. And that's another point. A lot of times God allows us to go through things to humble us. You know, because uh, uh, when, you've been go when you've gone through a divorce, you won't be talking so much negative stuff about people who are going through it. You would start saying, I understand. So sometimes people go through a divorce. Life. I'm talking to children now. Why did mom and daddy had to break up? I don't like the fact. You better pray when you get married, you don't break up. Before you start condemning your mother and father, you need to know the whole story. You see things, but you see and don't see. You don't know what happened before you were born. I've been some cases where it was best some folk leave. I had a lady went to a church. She came to me and she was talking about what he was doing, the man was doing to her, beating her, beating her. And I told her, well, listen, sweetheart, you need to leave. Mm -hmm. She went to another church, and that prophet told her, no, you can't go nowhere. Mm -hmm. Bible condemned divorce. You shall not leave. Mm -hmm. And she went back to that fool, mm -hmm. and he killed her. I told her to leave that fool. He was a fool. My old 